0: And we are joined at this time by State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy. And uh, as a side note, uh, good to see you uh, yesterday at the uh, Safe Haven Baby Box dedication in Sunman.
1: Yeah, good morning, Tom. And it was great to see you as well. And the weather was perfect yesterday, unlike today, a little wet today. But yesterday, beautiful sunshine, a big crowd. And uh, It was, uh, was quite a day for Sunman.
0: It really was, and uh, quite the turnout. And uh, you know, as you said, a, a beautiful day. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know we're now into Monday, and uh, seems appropriate that it's raining. But uh, and uh, you know chance of rain uh, you know, throughout the day. But uh, of course, uh, we're moving into the um, you know you've got five weeks uh, remaining in the 2023 uh, Indiana General Assembly session. And uh, can you tell us uh, where things stand as far as uh, bills with their second and third readings, and also. Uh, Uh, what the committees are up to.
1: Yeah, um, so as you said, there's only five weeks left, and uh, the last three weeks or so are usually uh, uh, for conference committee. So the second half of the session should be done here in another week or two, uh, meaning that most of the work now is completed in most of the committees. Some are still hearing bills, but most are not. Um, So today on the House floor, there's 17 bills on second reading and eight bills on third reading. Um, Those are... uh, uh, that number will continue to go up as committees move bills through, and they'll show up on the House floor, but uh, we're uh, we're really moving along toward the end, and uh, of course, you know that uh, any bill that hasn't passed both the House and the Senate in identical form will go to conference committee. That's where the differences are worked out now that we be taking place here pretty shortly, and we'll be done with our work.
0: All right, and then uh, looking into uh, some of the bills that uh, the House is considering. Uh, House Bill uh, 161, uh, this uh, regards uh, protection orders.
1: Yeah, Senate Bill 161 is authored by uh, Senator Mike Kreider. Um, And Senator Kreider comes to us from a law enforcement background. And what this bill does is it deals with these uh, personal tracking devices. You know, Tom, you can buy these little small, little GPS devices that are magnetic and can attach it to a car or a motorcycle or anything like that and uh, you can track somebody even if they don't want to be even if you don't know them even if it's you know not you're not trying to keep track of your child or where they are or your own vehicle but uh, you're, you're stalking somebody so this bill adds a, a prohibition against tracking devices uh, to the list of a court may impose when using a protection order so if you've got a, a personal protection order, uh, as you well know, you can't go around the person. You also now, with this bill passes, won't be able to put a tracking device on someone's car. Increases the penalty or, or any any of their uh, devices, not necessarily their car. It increases the penalty for stalking to a level five felony if the offense is committed by means of a tracking device. So if someone is stalking somebody, it's going to increase the, the penalty from a six to a five, a level six to a level five felony. Uh, It provides that a person who knowingly or intentionally places a tracking uh, device on an individual's property commits unlawful surveillance, Um, and then it uh, enhances uh, establishes a sentence enhancement if a person uses a tracking device to commit or facilitate the commission of a crime. So we're trying to trying to catch up with technology. It seems to be uh, what we do a lot of these days is we're trying to. um, See to it that as technology advances, the laws to protect the citizens uh, keep up. And uh, most of the time, we're playing catch up. And in this case, that's probably the way it is. But uh, at least we're recognized, and then we have legislation to go along to try to protect individuals from being uh, unlawfully tracked.
0: And another uh, bill, uh, Randy, that the House is considering is uh, Senate Bill 33, authored by uh, Senator Greg Walker. And uh, this is about, uh, deals with the disposal of uh, solar panels and uh, wind power equipment.
1: That's that's right, Tom. Senator Walker is from uh, the Columbus area. And uh, again, this is another bill dealing with trying to keep up with technology. So solar power and wind power are fairly new uh, devices. And they're going through their uh, life cycle. What happens to them when they come to the end of their life cycle? Uh, Well, if we don't uh, have a proper disposal uh, method for them, they'll end up in a landfill. And no, that's not what we want. So uh, what uh, Senator Walker's bill does is it requires IDEM to conduct a study. IDEM is the Indiana Department of Environmental Management to conduct a study concerning the decommissioned disposal of solar panels and wind power equipment. Um, And then IDEM must uh, report back uh, to the uh, Legislative Council Uh, which is a group of legislators from the Senate and the House, their findings, and I strongly suspect that in the 2024, 2025 legislative session, we will have legislation that uh, outlines what has to be done. Um, We don't want to just throw an idea at it and not, uh, not knowing that much about these products we're going to let the folks who do know about them uh, determine what's the best way to dispose of dispose of them.
0: And then uh, Senate Bill uh, 384, which is authored by uh, Senator Jim Tom's, and it's uh, sponsored in the House by you. And uh, mm-hmm. this is regarding uh, the uh, Commission for Higher Education and also uh, the Indiana Department of Veterans Affairs. It
1: is, uh, and, and this bill uh, again coming to us from Senator Tom's on the House sponsor, it uh, requires the Commission for Higher Education and the Indiana Department of Veterans Affairs to develop and implement the Higher Education Purple Star designation to recognize post-secondary education institutions that are supportive and inclusive of veterans and military-connected families. Um, Tom, what this is about is this is about identifying those families that would like to go to a post-secondary education that are veterans and assisting them in their uh, uh, desire to locate this this school, to help them with financial aid, to help them get, get their applications in, and then also to provide veterans and military-connected families with enhanced support for pursuing and finishing a degree or post-secondary credential. It provides that the applicant for a designation must be available to interested post-secondary educational institutions on the website. Commission for Higher Education by May the first. So, basically, we want the Commission for Higher Education to be out there looking for and helping uh, our veterans to uh, complete their education and um, uh, or to locate and get into a, uh, an Indiana college or university. This is uh, the whole idea is to try to pr- promote and help those who um, have put their life on the line for our freedom.
0: All right, so a lot uh, going on at the State House as the uh, session starts to wind down. As always, uh, State Representative Randy Fry, uh, good to talk to you. Thank you for your time and uh, look forward to uh, speaking to you again next Monday. Thank you, John.
1: Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution Batesville to go.